Welcome to Keep Talking Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Tummelson, and in this podcast, we talk about all things that I am an expert in or have an interest in, such as language learning, health and fitness, global and societal issues, or whatever I feel like talking about on that particular day. All right, enjoy. Hey, everybody. Well, this is going to be kind of a cool episode because... Um, like it's kind of a risk in itself just me recording this episode since I have no idea what the outcome of what I'm you know considering right now this this risk so to speak that I'm considering taking in life is going to be I have no idea what the outcome is going to be and I'm gonna without going into details of exactly what's going on I want to explain a little bit about a situation a dilemma or well an opportunity in my life that has presented itself and it certainly would it involves taking a risk for several different reasons um, and I want to explain without going into too many details yet about what this um, this risk that I'm taking is I want to explain why I think it's sometimes uh, it actually becomes the responsible thing to do to take a risk in life um, which is sort of contrary to the way we're raised oftentimes and what's funny about this too is so I'm recording this episode on Sunday August the 20th 2023 okay and it's probably gonna get published um, two two and a half weeks from now sometime you know like the first maybe even second week of September because I'm I'm ahead I, I always record these episodes two to three weeks in advance typically to stay ahead um, and so it's funny because I don't know I'm, I'm, I'm gonna just publish this episode this is a lot of times what happens with this podcast is I'll just record an episode publish it for you know a date two to three weeks in advance and then like on the day that it gets published I'm like oh yeah that one that I recorded and then like I'll either have like uh you know most of the time it's like not a big deal it's just like oh yeah that was cool I recorded that one positive thoughts about it occasionally I'll be like oh should I have recorded that exactly how I did when I did and this could be one of those because I have no idea what's going to come of this new situation that's presented itself in life for me but to make a long story short I've been offered an opportunity um I wouldn't call it exactly like a job, but yes, let's call it a professional work opportunity that I was not expecting and came kind of out of left field. And I'm not going to share a lot of details yet. Um, I might look back and, and laugh once this podcast gets published. Maybe it ends up being not an opportunity I was interested in. Maybe I end up taking it. I think by the time this episode is published, I will have probably definitely made a decision on this. Either way, probably won't have started the opportunity yet. Um, but I will have made a decision on it, and so I'll be. I probably won't even listen to this episode, but who knows what'll actually happen? Because what's what's going on is I have a um, an important phone call tomorrow on Monday, uh, August twenty first, to talk about this opportunity, and um, it's going to be very interesting. Um, but the reason I wanted to record this episode is because I was reflecting on it, and it's it's been a good day to reflect. You know, it's a Sunday, and I didn't have any other major plans today, so I was just kind of sitting, thinking. You know, and anytime we have a decision in life, we weigh the pros and cons. We think through, you know, what if this, what if that, um, because when you're thinking of making a major, potentially life-changing decision, where it's whether it's in your career or personal life, obviously we want to sit and reflect on it. We want to reflect on the decision, and then we want to reflect on why we're leaning one way or the other, you know, um, because we want to understand, you know, what, what are our motivations? What, what, what's motivating me? What's making me lean towards saying yes to this opportunity, even though it's come totally out of left field and it's something that, uh, you know, I, I thought I was going nowhere. If that, like, how do, how do I put this? I thought that there's almost no way that I'm going to be doing anything where I would 
switch up my current job or come out of my personal training business that I have on the side. I thought that I was on a path that I was going to at least stay on for a couple more years regardless. Now, regarding the podcast, I have no plans of stopping this podcast, by the way, because I have a five-year commitment to it, and I'll figure out how to keep the podcast going either way, regardless of what happens with this opportunity. But anyway, um, so I kind of started analyzing you know, my why behind leaning towards now saying yes to this opportunity if I really am offered the opportunity and um, started analyzing it and realized that a big part of it is that I've reached a point now in life I'm 34 years old where um, I've realized that if we don't take certain risks we are being irresponsible not only are we kind of limiting our potential but we're being irresponsible and what do I mean by that in my case well what I've realized is that like what I do now is you know I work a corporate job for a good organization right it's a good organization it's a nonprofit organization that saves saves lives it's called be the match or NMDP national marrow donor program it's, it's a very good organization with very good people um, and what I've realized for me personally with it is that um, I will, there is limited uh, growth potential, obviously, in terms of the amount of money that I can make. And probably, probably I'm limiting my opportunities in life if I were to stay with the organization forever. Now, like I said, I may eat these words in a couple weeks. I may, you know, not take this, this opportunity that I'm thinking about may not work out, whatever. Um, but and so then we'll see where I go from there, right? Um, but what I've kind of realized is that for for me and for a lot of us, the current system as it's set up in the United States and in most of the world, you know, even if you kind of gradually raise through the ranks of a company, I don't think that that's the best way to make the most of ourselves in the current socio-political economic climate. Because I think that right now, most of us, I've said this on this podcast before, I think that most of us have fairly limited free speech in this country when we work for a large organization. I think we all have to be careful with what we say. Um, we say the you know wrong thing at the wrong time in the wrong context, and we could easily lose our job. Um, if we express our opinions, even if we are just genuinely being honest with our opinions, I think that's a big problem in our society. And I also think that just the way the current economic and, you know, financial situation is set up, I think that most of us, when we continue working hard, you know, at these organizations, and this goes for all organizations, for nonprofit and for-profit organizations, if you are not running something, if you are not literally, you know, like leading something, like CEO status, if you're just another worker or whatever, you are, <laughs> you're just on the fast track to financial mediocrity and borderline poverty throughout life. And I've kind of finally realized that about myself. Um, part of it is just with heavy U.S. inflation over the last couple of years, um, I'm making like almost twice as much money as I made five years ago and still barely getting by. And I'm just like, where is this leading? Where Where is this going? I mean, right now, the, the difference between the haves and the have-nots in the United States is growing. I've talked about this on this podcast before, is that the rich-poor gap is growing, etc. And so me coming back to the thing about responsibility is that I think especially with you know work-related um, you know financial opportunities, I think it would be irresponsible for me not to take an opportunity which could lead to me making a lot more money. And see, a lot of people, you know, we grow up in this world where we think 
I think a lot of us, particularly when you come from a background like I do, we are taught to think conservatively. We're taught to not be risk takers. We're taught to get the the safe job, the job for a large organization with lots of employees, with health insurance, with, you know, you know your salary isn't going anywhere. It's not like taking a risk and trying to start up your own company. It's not like working for some, organ, you know, small organization or business that, that has maybe a big upside, but then, you know, could just totally fail. And then what, what would you do? I think a lot of people like me, um, are are taught to, I would say, settle. I think that we're taught to play it safe. We're taught to play it safe professionally. We're taught to play it safe financially. Um, and so, and I think that greatly limits us sometimes. I think that especially like now, I'm at the point in life where I think, especially since I do plan to have a family and children someday, I think it would be irresponsible for me not to take a risk that could end up getting me a lot more money and a lot more potential power, a lot more potential freedom. Um, I think it would be irresponsible. I think it would be irresponsible to myself, to my people. Um, And I've talked about this before in an odd way. I actually think it's irresponsible to continue living the way I live right now in the sense of I believe I have a powerful message on this podcast in many different ways, in many different episodes. It's still a moderately small audience, obviously, compared to a lot of other podcasts. I think I have a responsibility to make my message heard by more people, both the message I put out on this podcast and on my personal Instagram. I mean, you know, you can say what you want. Is my message like the most important and influential in the whole world? No, but it deserves more than 1,000 followers or whatever I have on Instagram. We've got people with 100,000 followers that don't put anything except a booty pick. You know what I mean? Like the, the, like my, my message and my content is way more valuable than a lot of these people that are getting a lot of following and are getting their voices heard all over the place. And so I have in a way a responsibility to get that message out to more people. Now, part of it is just a marketing playing with human psychology thing. Part of it is related to making a bigger name for yourself, making more money because money, see, I've had an, uh, an interesting relationship with money. I came from a background where I didn't, you know, I never had money issues growing up because my my dad made a lot of money in the the 90s and early 2000s when I was a kid. My mom has always had a good job and made, you know, now has definitely made a lot of money. Money was never a problem. I grew up in, you know, an upper middle class home in the suburbs of the United States where I never learned hardly anything about money because it was just never an issue. Everything I had, everything I needed was there, right? And then I actually kind of became a minimalist. See, in this life, we're always looking for we're always trying to be what we thought we were lacking or what, you know, like at least in my case, I'm always trying to prove people, you know, wrong. I'm trying to prove, oh, well, well, I actually, even though, you know, you might have thought I was this, I can actually be this. What do I mean by that? So in my 20s, I became a total minimalist because I grew up with a lot of stuff. I grew up in living in a nice house. I grew up being able to play golf, getting, you know, golf clubs, basketball shoes, you know, my parents giving me a lot of things, always having a nice place to live, having no financial issues. Then in my 20s, I became a minimalist because I wanted to prove to myself and to others, no, I can live with virtually nothing, okay? I can live with a cot on the floor. For 10 years of my life, probably, I slept without a bed frame like I don't care like I don't didn't have a couch a television a bed frame through through most of the places I lived in my 20s because I was proving a minimalism to myself and to other people okay um, 
And so money for me at that time was like, I don't need to make a lot of money. Okay. I can go anywhere in the world. I can speak multiple languages. I can live on a cot on the floor. I don't need money. I don't want money. I don't care about money. Now it's become different because I've realized that I'm being irresponsible by not making more money. Okay. Why do I say that? Because like I said, I think that I have a powerful message to deliver to a lot of people in a lot of different ways and can help a lot of people. And people are not going to listen to my message unless I have more of the things that they want. See, we're superficial creatures as humans. Okay. So for me to be more listened to, I need to do more of, well, several different things. Okay. It's need to have more things that people are interested in, whether that's cars, a nice house, whatever, you know, you could, we could argue and say, you know, whether posting more pictures is, is, you know, a good thing, you know, sexy pictures, whatever, having more money you have to have in order to deliver a message that people are going to listen to. You have to have what those people want. Right. And that's why I finally realized that, you know, if I'm going to be, I could be like the, the most at peace person in the world with the best message about how to get yourself in shape physically and improve your emotional and mental health. But nobody's going to listen unless I have what they want or if I've overcome something they want to overcome. Okay. And so that's why I've kind of, I've continued realizing more and more that me staying where I am in life is very irresponsible. It's irresponsible because I have believe I have an opportunity to help a lot more people in a lot more ways. And if I stay in the financial position that I'm in, and if I stay in the same position of notoriety, if you will, that I am, which is not very much at this point, then I'm being irresponsible and I'm not helping nearly as many people as I could. And and a big part of this relates to getting out of our comfort zone, okay? Because most of us live too much of our lives in our comfort zone, okay? It starts off with basic physical things. Like for me, sure, I've learned how to get out of my comfort zone in a physical way, okay? That's what's gotten me into great shape. I've learned how to physically train my body on days that I don't want to train my body necessarily. Or I've learned how to, you know, expose my body to cold better. I've learned how to expose my body to sauna better. Like the physical things, like, okay, that part became easy. But now there's always next steps to it. The next step is can you get out of your comfort zone financially? That's a big one for me. Can you get out of your comfort zone professionally? Can you get out of your comfort zone? All of it is getting out of our comfort zone. Because like for me, this opportunity is a big one where I'm getting out of my comfort zone. Right now, I'm in a comfort zone. Like, okay, over the last two to three years, I've made a lot of great changes in life. And I've gotten out of my comfort zone in a couple different ways. I got better at a job that the first time I tried it was really, really hard. I got better at that job. Okay. I also created a a personal fitness business and got out of my comfort zone some there because selling things to people was something that I had not done before. Selling fitness to people, something I had not done before. So I've gotten out of my comfort zone in different ways, little by little. And now I'm thinking, okay, I'm in this comfort zone and I'm complacent with it. Having my, you know, my, my 40 hour a week job, like I talked about, and then working with my fitness business and doing this podcast. This is my comfort zone right now. And it's it's a level up from what I was a few years ago. It's definitely a level up, but it's not enough. It's irresponsible to stay here for the reasons that I've, I've currently cited, okay? And now the hard thing is gonna be if I take this opportunity that I'm talking about, and I'm not revealing the details of yet, obviously. If I take the opportunity, it's maybe the hardest part is going to be um, just, cutting off certain things. You know, with my current job, I'll disappoint three to five people, if not more, but probably three to five people that I work with. Um, 
including you know my immediate I kind of have two bosses at the moment but my immediate two bosses I will be disappointing um, probably no bad blood but I'll be disappointing them there'll be a few fitness clients that I'm currently working with that will have to take a pause at least which will be disappointing them um, there's a few other people close to me in my life that I'll be disappointing now I have an advantage that I don't I don't have a wife I don't have any biological children of my own um, I'll obviously be disappointing a few people just a bit in my personal life um, but that's probably going to be the hardest thing is me saying, unfortunately, I feel like it's a responsibility and a duty to do this. And I know that it's going to disappoint what we had going with my regular job or with my fitness business or whatever. I know it's going to be a disappointment to a few people, but I have to take the risk because I feel that it's my responsibility to do this. That way I can make more of a name for myself, make more money, and then therefore be able to help more people in better, different ways in the long run. That's where I'm at with it right now. But it's all about getting out of our comfort zone, okay? Because most of us are living in our comfort zone in many different ways in life, and it's hurting us. It's hurting us, okay? Because, like I said, sometimes... Sometimes taking the risk is just the responsible thing to do. It's irresponsible not to take the risk. The easy way in life is to stay in our comfort zone. It would be really easy, and I would not be fulfilled with it at all, it would be really easy for me to stay working my same job throughout you know, the next 30 years. And then, you know, since I think the retirement system is a bunch of crap, I would retire with probably very little money. And then, you know, if I didn't die of, like, depression or something like that before 80 or 85, I would maybe die of natural causes or whatever, you know, die of a real health cause at 80 or 85. Who knows? Um, whatever, right? And, you know, kind of slowly growing my fitness business, you know, yeah, that, that could work to more of a fulfilling life. But you get the point. Um, you know, our comfort zone... Our comfort zone, in my opinion, is probably going to lead us, most of us, to a not-so-fulfilling life. And um, I think that, how do I want to end this? Um, because like I said, the funny part is I don't know if this, what I'm thinking about doing is going to work out. I don't even know enough details about it yet. I'm going to have an important conversation with someone involved in it tomorrow. But um, yeah, taking risks is something that I think was definitely not taught to me and much of my generation of kids that grew up, you know, being born in the late 80s or early 90s. I don't think we were, well, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of entrepreneurship about out there, but I think that so many of us were taught to take the safe route, you know, and to get that college degree or to get that corporate job or whatever. Um, and... I think I'm definitely at a situation and a point in my life where um, where playing it safe is not smart anymore. And so we're going to roll the dice with this and see whether or not it works out. But um, yeah, a lot will be depending on this conversation tomorrow. So maybe then um, after this you know, all goes down, I can share more details about it. But uh, like I said, I have no idea how this is gonna, how this is gonna seem to me when the episode gets released a few weeks from now. Because I'll be like, oh, that worked great, or oh, that didn't work at all, or oh, shouldn't have done that, or oh, great episode. Who knows? Who knows how it's gonna work out? But um, just think through that. I hope that gives you some things to reflect on. All right, we'll talk again soon. Love y'all. Peace. <laughs>